When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Thank you, Evco. Two minutes after 5 o'clock on Shinado and Kappa Live Imaging Tuesday. It is time for What You Need to Know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. Nice shirt, Lindsay. Thanks, Cappy. Nice Sunday swagger. Thanks. I do have a lot of swagger because of Sunday swagger, right? And because your Browns won a game. Heck Yeah. Not Browns are really one. good. Destroyed. But, yeah, by I mean, the way, really good. Like, let's relax. It's one. I mean, they their defense awesome. looked amazing. They're awesome. They're great. They're awesome. You yeah. know, and then when they start playing like they normally do, then we can complain. But I'm gonna live it up while I still can. Browns are gonna make the playoffs. I don't know. We don't go that far yet. Why but, we're saying the Rams are gonna make the playoffs or Browns are gonna make the playoffs? Okay. Everybody's gonna make the playoffs. Wait, Cappy, we gotta stay tight here, so we got time for John the Brick. Oh, in ten minutes. Well, he's at five fifteen, though. I know, but you know how this, how we can get going. Why don't you call him JT the Brick? Yeah, that's I mean, what I was gonna ask. What does he go by these days? JT, JT? the Brick. It's our bit, JT and now Cap. So Sedano, Cappy's getting all nervous now because he doesn't want to be on the wrong side of John the Brick. No, no. what's the wrong side? There's a right side. Hopefully, and a wrong you don't side? find out, See, Cappy. This, hey, by the way, George. This is why Morales is a Chivato. This is why Morales is a horrible human being. And I will explain further later. So will I. All right. Well, what you want to know is that Beyonce's L.A. Renaissance Tour stop last Monday proved to be an extra special concert for one local woman. Frances Jones was scheduled to deliver her baby girl by C-section this week. But during the concert, she started to experience contractions. Oh, yeah. She said, I wasn't thinking that I was going into labor. I wasn't due for another week. And we actually had a scheduled C-section plan. So I was like, yep, I'm going to have fun at this concert. It's my last hurrah before I go into the hospital. This baby had other plans, though. I think she heard Beyonce's voice and was like, I want to be there, too. So, yeah, that baby was born that evening at the hospital. So congrats, Francis. And and did she did she get any of being Beyonce? She no, got, she started going into labor at the concert and had to like hurry to the hospital. So like, but this wasn't when Beyonce was on stage. No, it was. It was. Oh. It was like halfway through the concert. Okay, got yeah. it. So maybe wow. it was maybe it was the bass yeah. or the music. Because I will tell you a true story. I was at a Dave Matthews concert. I'm not even really like a big Dave Matthews fan, but it was at a festival, and I had these friends of mine. And we were there, and um, the girl was it Ohana Fest. Uh, no, no, no. It was, uh, it was, um, oh God, now I can't even remember the name. Okay, it doesn't matter, but go ahead. Kaboo. It was Kaboo. Um, anyway, so, um, Dave Matthews is performing and my friend, she's dancing right next to me and I'm videotaping her and she's got this big old baby inside of her belly, man. And I'm telling you right now, all of a sudden she goes, "Uh uh-oh. We're like, what? Water broke. Dave Matthews and all that bass, dude, water broke on the spot. Boom. Golf cart out of the fairgrounds, right to the hospital. Baby was born. Diego. Dave, Dave Matthews, really known for that bass. And you know what? He's four years old. Of course he's known for that bass. Okay. Bing, ticka, down, pick, down, pick, ding, ticka, don't, ticka. Yeah, of course he's known for that bass. Okay. Bing, ticka, bound, pick, down, pick, down, pick, down. Right. Very bassy. When he's like, open up my eyes. <laughs> like, that's bow, how he sings. Ding, bing, dun, bong, ding, dun. Yeah, he's yeah. very bassy. Okay, I got you, Gabby. A lot of bass? A lot right. of bass. That is Ace what you need bass. to know. That's Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, Cappy, yes, your sir. Chargers. Brandon Staley says it's not just J.C. Jackson's fault, as we discussed yesterday, as he got uh, that terrible penalty uh, at the end of the first half. And then he uh, got you know, that he interception, made... and then he ran it out of the end zone, right. which was just as boneheaded and as selfish as could be. But go ahead. Yeah. He says the whole defense needs to improve. Now, I don't know the specifics on how they handle the defense, but I know he's a defensive guy in theory. Mm-hmm. In theory. Um, <laughs> I like the way you threw in the in theory. In, in theory, I, I, you know, he's coached both sides of the ball throughout his coaching career, so that's why I say that. It wasn't a knock necessarily. It sounded uh, like a knock because it sounded like a guy who was the defensive coordinator of the Rams 
And uh, and boy, all of a sudden he was a genius. And the next thing you know, he's getting a head coaching job. And uh, it's game one, and you're at home. And Miami puts up 536 yards. I mean, that doesn't sound like a defensive genius to me. So therefore, I concur in theory. Okay. Cool. That was a great comment by you. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, look, he's mostly coached defense, but you know, he's been special teams coach before. He's been, you know, he's done other stuff. At you other mean stops. like middle school flag football, like in, no, in like two thousand and eighteen? So mean though. Well, like, no, because he's because he because he flew through the ranks. You know, he he was he was a very 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 young guy. Now listen, it worked with Sean McVay when he became a head coach, but it doesn't always work with everybody. So I mean, you know, he he flew through the ranks to become a head coach. Guys spend thirty years as assistant coaches. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, so. Yes. There's a bit, like, because of the way everything went down last year, particularly that playoff loss, mm-hmm. there is a, whether he likes it or not, you know, I, I, I try to call it straight here on this stuff. There is a big target on his back. I don't mm-hmm. think there's any question. Now, you may disagree because you believe they're cheap and this, that, and the other. But at some point, even a frugal owner will have to look at, hey, I've got one of the top five or six talents at the most important position, and we've, we just aren't getting it done. And unfortunately mm-hmm. – the head coach is usually the one to go, especially after you've made changes to your coaching staff, mm-hmm. right? Like there's not a lot of room for error after there's been staff changes. So I just think that he's in a really tough spot, man. Like, And, and unfortunately, the week one loss is more like the stuff that we're familiar with when we see losses by the Chargers. So you just said something, you know, you said I probably would disagree that they would that he would be on the hot seat, Brandon Staley, because I think the Chargers are cheap and they don't want to fire coaches. But let me explain something to you, George. They're yeah. cheap in advance. So what they do is they hire guys who are first time head coaches, who are inexpensive, and who are controllable. Okay, and so I, you just look back. Look at Anthony Lynn, first time head coach. Look previous to that, Mike McCoy, first time head coach. Anytime they've had, even even going back further, um, once they at one time had Marty Schottenheimer, and he went fourteen and two, and they fired him. Fired him for North Turner, right? Yeah. And North Turner was brought in after many years of being a very mediocre head coach, but he was very very controllable. They. They like controllable head coaches. They don't want an Andy Reid because Andy Reid controls everything for the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs ownership is like, you do it, Andy. Yeah. yeah. But the and Chargers they had, uh, like what was his name uh, in between? They're, they're, you missed Mike McCoy. Mike there McCoy, right, yeah, who, was the, yeah. who was a first-time head coach and was cheap. So I, what I mean by this is they don't have to worry about firing Brandon Staley because when they fire him, he's cheap. I don't want them to fire Brandon Staley. I want Brandon Staley to be the coach of the Chargers for this year and beyond because I don't want them to get a competent, experienced, controlling head coach. Right, because that means they'll take advantage of the talent is what you're saying? Right. I want them to be as bad as they always are. And and boy genius, the defensive coordinator in theory, he's actually good for what I like, which is watching them melt down. Now, do you say this stuff on the Cappy cast? I'm sure you go harder on the Cappy cast. Oh, yeah. I mean, Cappy cast, they can go all in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Go all in. But you do realize that Dean Spanos, the owner of the Chargers, <laughs> this guy is driving around right now somewhere in his Rolls Royce. And he's listening to us. And he is just hearing my voice. And fuming. And it is just chalkboard and fingernails when Dean yeah. Spanos hears my voice. Maybe the, maybe he's watching on YouTube and he sees the, those boom, boom tacos behind you and he gets hungry. Or, boom, boom, bam! Or he sees he sees this this Sunday swagger uh, gridiron shirt and he thinks maybe I should take the gridiron shirt, give right. it to Boy Wonder, and tell him run these plays. And then we have that <laughs> tiny little Rams flag behind you. Yep, that, there it you is. Know, there's that. Right. It's the other side. So all I want to say is this: Dean Spanos is driving around. His son John, his son AG, his yeah. wife Susie, they're driving around right now somewhere. Wow. I mean, you Ferrari. name the whole family. Oh yeah. Jeez. Whole, cousin Michael. Oh for yeah. The love. Oh yeah. And dude fingernails on a chalkboard the worst thing that could have ever happened in their lives is was you getting on la's mega sports station you know that's right brother (laughs) that is exactly right jack but they thought they got rid of me and i'm just like like an like a cockroach that just cannot be stopped you can't you don't die no nuclear holocaust will happen nuclear uh, explosions everywhere. The only thing surviving, roaches and cappy. Yeah, I, I mean, that li- is true. I, I do. I, I live for it. I, I, I live for it. I will, I will be satisfied when he sells the team. 
And then you'll be a Charger fan again? I don't think I'll be a Charger fan because by that time I've already gone into the Rams, I've gone into the Raiders, I've gone into the Browns, I've gone obviously back to the Dolphins. This week I'm a fan right, of the Tennessee Right, yeah, big Titans. Dolphins fan this yeah, week. Yeah. The Tennessee Titans fan this week. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. But that coach, George, listen, if you're a defensive coordinator, yeah. you should probably be strong on the side of the ball that you are an expert on. Right, but there's also the challenge of do you let your actual coordinator do it or how much do you get involved because you need to be the CEO? Like, I get that that's not as easy as and cut and dry as yeah, you think it is. No, no, but the talent on this roster. Oh, no, they got tons of the, talent on, on both sides of the ball. Side, right. Yeah, so, yeah. so you should not be giving up 536 yards, 36 points, 30 first downs. and I and, mean, 220 yards to one receiver, right. for God's sake. Hey, how about 200? Even as great as he is. How about 220 yards rushing? When your football team can rush for 220 yards and still lose, something's wrong with your defense, right? That's yeah. Brandon Staley's side of the ball, in theory. Yeah. And that's what he said, though. I'll give him credit for that. But he's got a big bullseye on him. And he better be careful because that bolt may hit him. Um, and, uh, and then he'd be done as a coach. So, And I like him. Like, I thought he was – I don't know. I, don't I know like why. him. I don't know what it is you like about him. I liked him the first year. I feel like he sh- – I need him to go back to being that guy. I feel like he's become more risk-averse after the first season. Yeah, I don't get it. That's right. For, so. First year, it was I'll, I'll go on fourth down. Then the, co- the, the owner's like, what are yeah, you I doing? Don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get that. That's he cool. should have stuck to his guns in that scenario. All right. JT the Brick, we'll talk some Raiders with him. We've talked Rams, we've talked Chargers. Let's talk some Raiders next. We'll do some Niners too uh, sometime this hour, maybe after Radio Tinder. But we'll do some Raider talk. Are the Raiders good? They're in first place in the AFC West. I don't know if many people thought that would be the case. We'll talk to JT the Brick, uh, one of the voices of the Raiders next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Corner after 5 o'clock. Yo! Shinato and Cap on a live imaging Tuesday. Yep. It is National Video Games Day. It is. And on this day in 2000, Luda, Luda Chris released What's Your Fantasy? Lick you from your head to your toes. As the lead single from the album, Back for the First Time. Oh, this song brings back great memories of being young. You know what it's time for, Cappy? Tell me. Hit it, producer Laura. Speaking of swaggering voices. Swaggering, yeah. Yeah, speaking of swaggering voices, the voice of your Las Vegas Raiders, our friend, our brother from another mother, J.T. the Brick. J.T. the Brick, why were the Denver Broncos so gutless? <laughs> well, I just, I'm just happy that I'm on a lit live imaging Tuesday, man. I'm going to cut my own promo like Evan Cohen. The Raider Nation is alive. They've won seven in a row against the Denver Broncos. How many scoundrels in the Los Angeles media at competing channels and competing networks said, ah, oh, Denver, oh, Denver will beat the Raiders. Oh, I got Denver in the playoffs. Oh, I got Denver in the AFC championship game. Hold on. The Raiders have won seven in a row and fired fired two Denver coaches. Okay, Nathaniel Hackett and Vic Fangio got fired, not because they lost to the Chiefs or the Chargers, because of the greatness of the Raiders. L.A., unite behind the silver and black. Yeah, you tell him, JT, because the only scoundrel in the L.A. media that I know that had Denver in the Super Bowl was Sedano. I didn't have Denver in the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? You aren't that scoundrel? No, I picked them to beat the Raiders, though, this weekend. Oh, you scoundrel. I am a scoundrel. But you know what? I got to go to the one steakhouse with JT in Las Vegas. What about you, Jack? (laughs) 
You only went to the one? I went to the second and the no, third no, as the, well. No, no, like the one <laughs> oh, I steakhouse. Because we've gone to like two or three. I thought you were talking yeah. about you know, the oh, one I gotcha. steakhouse. Gotcha, and I man. met. he introduced me to a guy who is like a legend in Las Vegas who hooked me up with a car when I needed to take my family to an Italian <laughs> dinner the next night. Wow. That's beautiful. That's, That's a, a hookup. Hook I, even got, I even get a free meat hookup and free pizza on my local show. I got all the hookups for Sedano and Cappy when they come out here. I got all the hookups. Hey, um, you got the hookup. George told me that you're friends with the guy that created that big sphere thing that you two's playing yeah, in. Yeah, he introduced me to the sphere guy, too. Right, you don't yeah. even understand. Yeah. Like, I got to get tickets to the sphere. I got to go see you, too. And I don't even really care about you, too. It's just I want to go in the sphere. And really, I don't even care about going in the sphere. It's just that my girlfriend wants to go, so I have to go. Yeah, the Sphere is a big deal. We have the Sphere opening up. We have F1, which will do more revenue than the Super Bowl. And oh, nothing. Mark Davis brought the Raiders from Oakland because of the politics. And now Las Vegas is in the top five in revenue. You think it's working out here? I know we're the little brother of Los Angeles and the Southland. But you might want to come out to Vegas and see what we're doing out here. It's an unbelievable sports and entertainment capital of the world. You know, All right. Yeah, I just want to say that JT takes as much pleasure in the Raiders' success in Vegas. JT, you ready for this? You take as much pleasure in that as I take in the Chargers' failures in Los Angeles. And watching them lose this weekend to my Dolphins, oh, it's just so much pleasure. I enjoyed it. Well, I have a really hot take for you guys. Are you ready? Yeah, this let's do it. This is for Live Imaging <laughs> Tuesday. So I'll count it down in a 3-2-1. and one. I am predicting that the, the head coach of the Chargers, who I call Boy Blunder, will be fired during the bye week after losing to Miami, losing to Tennessee or Minnesota. He's going to win one of those two games, lose to the Raiders, and then Kellen Moore will be named the head coach because the Chargers will have to save the season by bringing in the new head coach here. So that's my hot take of the day on a lit Tuesday. So you believe that he will be fired sometime after October 2nd is what you're saying? Yes, I believe if they start off 0-4 or 1-3 because the next two games are on the road against Mike Vrabel, who is a bitter guy because they should have beat New Orleans and Derek Carr. Three interceptions from Tannehill. Then at Minnesota, and Minnesota 13 wins last year. They're not winning that game after Baker Mayfield won in there. I think I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They split, and if they lose to the Raiders, and that's tough because, look, the Raiders and the Chargers play each other pretty evenly, as we know. If he loses to the Raiders, he will be fired, just like we in the Raider Nation fire Denver coaches every couple of years. We're going to fire the Charger coach, too, in the memory of Al Davis. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. You're having the Chargers coach fired in the memory in of memoriam. Al Davis? Really? In memoriam for Al oh, Davis. I didn't know it was for Al Davis. I thought it was for and me, you know just for my pleasure. The history of Sid Gillum. You know the history, Cap, better than anyone of San Diego, the Super Chargers and the Raiders. I find it very appropriate that the Chargers fire their coach after the Raider loss. Remember, that's a Raider home game. There'll be more Raider fans. At the Charger game at SoFi, Charger fans sell their tickets. Marty Schottenheimer used to say in San Diego, don't sell your tickets to the Raiders. And all that did was sell more tickets to the Raiders. Raider Nation is coming like Mad Max in the Thunderdome to SoFi and Inglewood. And hopefully, hopefully the Raiders win that game. I think they will. All right. So tell me about Jimmy G. And, uh, you know, look, I... I I'm not the biggest Jimmy G guy, but man, is he handsome. I'll give him that. That guy is, is incredible, incredibly good looking. He makes me feel ugly. Um, but you know what? I, I think that for Jimmy G to me is not a great quarterback, JT. He's a good enough quarterback. The thing that impressed me the most about the Raiders, two things, but specifically the offensive and defensive line, they controlled the trenches. And in football, I know everybody wants to talk about the quarterback and everybody wants to talk about the wide receivers because, yes, a great quarterback can give you sustained success. But if you can win the battle of the trenches, you will be in every single game, and the Raiders are good in the trenches. Yeah, and the Raiders started a bunch of new players. Jacorian Bennett, their corner as a rookie, started in his first game. Marcus Epps from the Eagles at safety. Tyree Wilson, the seventh pick overall. And then Mad Max Crosby, a veteran who's still a young player. So they got some better players on defense, George. The problem is 
this unit is another year away. It's another draft and another free agency class away from being good, and then good to above average. And this offense, close your eyes unless you're driving on the 405. You're going to have Devontae Adams far left. I'm telling you, you'd see – Jacoby, who got banged up in that game, but he'll be back. Hunter Renfro, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, Trey Tucker, and then the leading rusher, Josh Jacobs, and a pretty good offensive line. The Raiders are not who they thought they were. Everybody smashed and disrespected this team in the offseason. USA Today said they'd win three games. Las Vegas set the season win total at six and a half when the Raiders should have won nine or ten last year. So I'm not saying the Raiders are going to the Super Bowl yet. Maybe I'll do that on a live imaging Tuesday in December. But I can tell you right now the Raiders are better than you all thought they were. All of you. You all thought that the Raiders were laughing they're on top of the AFC West. They lead the AFC West tonight. And you know why, everybody? Everybody who doubted the Raiders, you know why? You know why? Say it, JT. Come on, JT. They're gutless. You know yeah! that's the truth. A bunch <laughs> of gutless suckers. Now, JT, you mentioned Jacoby Myers. When you look at this guy's career, you know, he's like one of these guys that will play 14, 15, 16 games every year for New England. I feel like this acquisition kind of went under the radar. And then you mentioned Devontae Adams, who I think most people thought he was going to leave. All of a sudden, they've got a serious receiving core now. Yeah, Jacoby Myers, that was the first ever game in his career in a 61st game cap where he had multiple touchdowns. And that's because in New England, you know, they spread the ball out a lot. They've had other receivers. They spread it a little bit more out. Here, I really think the interesting takeaway from this game is Hunter Renfro didn't get a target. Forget about a reception. He didn't get a target in the game, and he's really good. He's had a 100-reception season already with the Raiders. So once they get Hunter Runfro going with Jacoby and then Devontae on the outside, I mean, it was so good to see Devontae's body language where he had less yards than Jacoby Myers. He didn't have any touchdowns, and he ran off the field excited for his teammates. You see, that's the difference with this Raider team. The media has been bashing Josh McDaniels. They forget he's the only coach ever to have six Super Bowls as a coordinator. He's won so many big games, of course, with Brady and Belichick. But he outcoached Sean Payton in that game. Raiders were ready to play. There was some Chandler Jones noise in the background. He's got a personal issue going on. And McDaniels had him ready to go. Question is, will he have him ready to go in Buffalo? Buffalo looked awful last night. But the Raiders are a nine-and-a-half-point underdog. So they got to find a way. Here's some knowledge for you. The Raiders left Denver and flew to West Virginia. They're in West Virginia all week. They got to the East Coast before Buffalo lost the game and took a shower. So the Raiders are under the radar in West Virginia. Stealth under the radar preparing for Buffalo. Really? West Virginia? Hmm. Where in West Virginia are they? Uh, They're in a beautiful high-end resort in West Virginia training for the whole week with a football facility there because they wanted to be on the east coast get the body clock right they planned this a while ago look this could either work or not sometimes they've been trying to figure out from the 70s how to travel from the west to the east go the day before two days before go the week before so the raiders are on the ground in the eastern time zone a week (laughs) ahead of the game trying to win this they are embedded and they've got boots on the ground in west virginia wow I didn't know. That's I mean, listen, I know, I know later in the season the Browns are coming out here. I think they're playing Denver, and then they come to play the Rams, and they're staying a whole week. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of working both ways with teams trying to figure it out in both directions. Um, all right, w- what is the deal with Chandler Jones? Does anybody know what's going on? No, it's a really – for me working for the team and being an employee, it, it can't discuss it. It's a personal matter. Obviously, if you just followed him on Instagram and social media – you could tell that he was he was going in the wrong direction. Something happened to him personally. I, I think Chandler, I think the world of him, he's a really good player. He had 112 career sacks. He was on the pace of Michael Strahan and others who ended up going to the Hall of Fame. He's really had that type of career. But something happened to him, triggered something. He went to social media, and the Raiders have him parked now. I don't know if he's played his last game for the Raiders, but he won't be active. He wasn't active in Denver, and we're not probably going to see him play in Buffalo. Yeah, and he had that crazy interception. You guys remember that game? They were playing against the Patriots, and the kid from the Patriots got the ball, and he tried to throw the ball back to Mac Jones, and Chandler Chandler intercepted it and then, like, stiff-armed the quarterback and took it to the house for the walk-off. Yeah. 
Hey, Cappy, the guy who threw that ball was Jacoby Myers. Oh, my God. No way. I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, Jacoby Myers threw that ball. No way. Chandler Jones intercepted, which is really bizarre when you think of that. But, you know, the Raiders open up with three out of four on the road. And wait till you – I'm giving you all these nuggets on a lit Tuesday. Do you know why the Raiders opened up with three out of four on the road? Ed Sheeran concert at Allegiant Stadium, which was canceled because there was an issue with the stage, put the Raiders on the road for the first two, and Ed Sheeran never took the stage. And the Raiders were able to even fight through Ed Sheeran karma and go out there and win the game. (laughs) That's why you've got to follow him, at JT the Brick on Twitter. You've got to follow him or you're gutless. Hey, and that JT the Brick link on Twitter – you can see my new YouTube channel. Scotty convinced me, Cappy convinced me to have the YouTube on the few nights I'm not on nationally. I go on the YouTube for the youngsters out there, and I'm going to go on a rant in about an hour. So go follow <laughs> JT the Brick on Twitter, Facebook, and the new YouTube channel. Beautiful. Uh, JT, you're the best. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Congrats on the Raiders win. Thanks, guys. Take care. The, the voice of the Raiders. The Raider Nation. Rack JT em. the Brick. Yeah. Rack them and uh, rack them hard. All right, coming up next, Radio Tinder, award-winning Radio Tinder, brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles, and really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and boom Añejo tequila came in with a smooth assist to hypnotic's tropical fruit finish shaken strained poured it was green and good Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Little after 5.30 in the South Atlanta Live Imaging Tuesday on Shit Auto and Cap. Thank you to JT the Brick, at JT the Brick on Twitter. What a segment. But it's around 5.30 in the Southland. You know what we do. Radio Tinder time. We like to play a TV theme. On this day in 1983... Inspector Gadget debuted on ABC. I love Inspector Gadget. Go, go, Gadget Arms. Exactly right. You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, founded in the city of Downey, just like me. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. Great song, great show. Big fan of Inspector Gadget. The cartoon that is. Not yeah. I didn't like the, like the re the live action movie. Eh, didn't do it for me. Who was the actor in that? Uh, was it Leslie Nielsen? Maybe. Oh, that would be a good call. Uh, maybe not. No, it was not. No, but that would wasn't. be a great call. Like even, in fact, you could have just sold me on that because I don't know who it is. <laughs> you could have easily persuaded me. It was Matthew Broderick. Oh yes. Oh, oh really? Like, maybe Leslie yeah. Nielsen was in it. Maybe. Wow. Maybe that, that's also a good call. Matthew I'm Broderick? Sure. I don't know. It was, it was, it was, eh. You don't like Matthew Broderick? No, it was just eh. You know, not that great. Hmm. All right, well, I'm going to uh, bring up a story that a lot of people saw on the internet today, but it's really funny, so I'm talking about it during Radio Tinder. A Milwaukee bar said that they would pay the bill for anyone who started a bar tab if Aaron Rodgers and the Jets lost. Mm-hmm. And this is for, like, every game all season, right? Because, of course, it's Packers bar. Well, of course, everyone who showed up at Jack's American Pub That's right, Jack. was sure that they'd be getting as many free drinks as they could stomach, especially after seeing Aaron Rodgers go down, you know, four plays into the game. Here's a, a snippet of one of the news packages that was live on the scene at Jack's American Pub. Jack. Another condition is Aaron Rodgers must start the game, but the rules say nothing about him having to finish it. So... There's a loud roar when Rodgers leaves the game hurt in the first quarter. The fans say it's nothing personal. And the mood has changed considerably. That is because the Jets just won the game on a long touchdown in overtime. You can take a look. This is the reaction from a bar where people are realizing the bar tabs, they've been racking up all night, thinking, certainly with Rodgers hurt, 
the bar was going to be paying that tab. <laughs> it is setting in. They are going to have to go to the bar and pay that tab. <laughs> That's where we're at. This offer is going to be in effect for the for another 12 games this season. As long as the Jets and Packers are not playing at the same time, this Jets lose you win promotion is in effect tonight. Bill and Natalie, the house won. The house won that they did. So if you guys were at this bar last night, would you have racked up like a $500 bar tab thinking that they were definitely going to lose? Cappy? I'm going to swipe left and say, no, I'm not. I'm not racking up a $500 bar tab. Um, Because I took the Jets to win the game. Now, Yeah, but that was before Aaron Right, so then he gets hurt, right? He gets hurt. And you're like, well, now I better start really drinking because these guys are going to be buying because there's no way the Jets can win the game without Aaron Rodgers. But you see, you got to have faith, Lindsey Baseball. As George Michael once said. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got to have faith. And I had faith in the Jets to win that game last night, even without Aaron Rodgers. Because you watched Hard Knocks. Correct. Mm -hmm. George, thoughts, feelings, emotions, feedback? (laughs) Uh I would I rack up a five hundred dollar bar tab? I, I mean, I'm sure I have somewhere. Yeah. But would, would you like? Would you? Would you well, be George betting on? The, George drinks the good stuff. So. By the way, but not just me myself. Is that what you're asking? Just or I like? Mean, yeah, do let's I just include say other a, people I'm with. You and a group of you, Chris and yeah, uh, Cappy. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know, but yeah, I have uh, accrued a five hundred dollar bar tab before with friends. Sure. But but would you have bet on Aaron Rodgers to or, or the Jets to lose last night? Well, like, I took the Jets as my five, so I would not have done that. After actually. though, like after I've he got went 10 down, points in our. Uh, I think I may. I'm assuming I've got to be in the lead or at least close to it after week. One, I so. got to check the uh You had the Jets the as your five? He did. Yeah. How'd he that did. happen? By picking them? Yeah, he was really excited about uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. But I thought they'd win week one, and then I told you, I think they would fizzle out as the season went on. But they... Uh... But all of these people at the bar, like they they kept showing like just these people are like, whoa, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is out. We're getting free beer tonight. Whoa. And then it's like at the end, everyone's got their hands on their heads like, oh, my God. I loved it. And I love the news report. It It was was just awesome. Pretty great. All right. So uh, NSYNC made their big uh, reunion today. I saw Nelly Furtado was there, actually. Yes. Entertainment Tonight is there, like with a bu- and like a bunch of famous people are there at the uh, reunion. Well, so what happened is it's the VMAs, the MTV Video Music Awards, which yeah. I didn't even know. Oh, I didn't know the VMAs were today. Yeah. There you go, I'm old. I didn't, I didn't know, know they, they still existed. I didn't, existed. Still I didn't yeah, either. Really. I didn't know that was still a thing, but apparently it is, and that's where the reunion took place. I guess uh, word of their reunion leaked a few hours beforehand because Billboard... Uh, reported that they would all be on stage together. So I am obviously doing the show, so I am not watching the VMAs currently, but they're all supposed to be performing together. Um, which boy band of all the boy bands would you guys want to see the most? Mm. Um, I would probably say New Edition. So does that... I know it counts, because they're the greatest boy brand ever when you look at Billboard. But I think Lindsay means more like the 90s, late 90s, oh, 2000s. I mean, I don't know. They were a boy band, though. No, you're New right, Edition. you're right, you're right. You're right. I might go with a little NKOTB. Oh, but when they were in town, you didn't want to go to that concert, remember? Yeah, I don't really want to go, but in this equation, for the sake of this conversation, if I had to think about a boy band that I would most want to go see, I'd think it'd probably be like the new kids. Okay. So Laura says New Edition was in concert where? Where were they in Uh, concert? I believe at the Forum. With Bobby? With Bobby Brown? Funchy went, and he said it was amazing. With Bobby Brown? I will confirm with that Uh, one. Yeah, he said everybody was there. Yeah. I mean, they were touring all summer with, uh, they might have even been with New Kids on the Block for some of the dates. Really? Yeah. It might have been. The NKOTB. Yeah. I liked it when they were the new kids on the block, and then I liked it even more when they became tougher. You know what I mean? Hanging when they tough? were hanging tough. Hanging tough was one of their first right. singles, though. And, well, when they became the NKOTB. When they went from the new kids to the NK? I don't what? think they like changed their name officially. I think that just was just kind of like, you know. No, it became like everything. It just became oh, okay. abbreviated. You know what I mean? You okay. had Pardon the Interruption, then it became PTI. You had new kids on the block, you became NKOTB. It just happens like that. Chris, it's organic. Chris, which uh, boy band from the 90s would you want so to So I remember Wango Tango 1. At Angel Stadium in 1998, the general wow. manager of Kiss FM was friends. We were very close. So I was there backstage when they were all hot. And I think I would still say now, 98 degrees, for sentimental reasons because I love Nick Lachey. But you I can't do. wait for the sync reunion tour. It's going to be popping. Really? I can't wait. Are we going to go? We can all. We should all yes. go as a show. You know, yes. the 98 degrees is coming here in October. They're touring. Yeah, but I think I got a uh, I got Keith Sweat that night. You got Keith Sweat or really? something? Yeah. They got really? they got a couple of dates that week. Just saying. Yeah. 
It's the hardest thing I'll ever have to do. To look you in the eye. People say, tell you I don't love you. Cisco Rock says we should have picked Menudo. That's oh, Menudo. Yeah. Ricky which, Martin. But which yeah. one? Yeah, no, there's there's yeah. many. Well, the original. The original is Ricky yeah. Martin. Ricky Listen, Martin Menudo. After That's that, right. Menudo, the, like uh, Menudo was embroiled in controversy. Ooh, let's not. Yeah. Let me not. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> what, what <laughs> happened just was. Turn it on. My God. <laughs> Menudo, because of Menudo or somebody in Menudo, uh, they found out that the Menendez brothers actually kind of had a reason to. Kill. Go oh, off. Oh, on the come parents, on. Now. You know? I have no idea what you're talking about. What? Wait, Wait, Menudo? Yeah, you know what? Next question. Go. <laughs> Next Watch question. the documentary, documentary on it, okay? Yeah, I got it's okay. All that time. I'm going to go do that. Trust me, it's a good one. It's okay. crazy. It's not as good as Hard Knocks. Oh, I, uh, listen, I know the backstory, so, but go, go ahead. It's pretty crazy. She is it right is. about that. It is crazy. Great Are the Island Boys a boy band? Or? Island Boys. <laughs> wait till we get the Island Boys documentary. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. Kathy and I have a starring role in it, I think. At the golf house. After the 22-inch glizzy, I think you're right. (laughs) I'm gross. Go ahead, Lance. By the way, speaking of 22-inch glizzies, Cap was freaking out today when he came in because somebody beat Matt Stoney's record of eating that glizzy. And it was insane. Yes. By, By the way, the guy who broke the record, this brother who took this thing down in three minutes and three seconds, and it was the most disgusting, vile, phallic thing you've ever seen in your life. Phallic? Yeah. Yeah. You'll mm-hmm. see. You'll okay. see. Go ahead. Next, Lindsay, before right. he keeps going. <laughs> so if you guys remember, earlier this summer, Travis Kelsey attended one of Taylor Swift's shows, and he tried to give her one of those friendship bracelets that her fans make. With his number, right. Right. And, you know, he was trying to, like, shoot a shot, whatever. Well, he may have failed that night because she doesn't do meet and greets before concerts, but turns out he may have ex- succeeded overall because the pair is now rumored to be quietly hanging out. So I wanted to ask you guys, do you think that Travis Kelsey Wait, and- do we know this is for real? Like, should we ask Emily? Because I feel like she would know if they're <laughs> really hanging out. She may know. I mean, I'm sure she would know. She has to be aware of this because this is from this morning. Yeah. Um, and I was going to ask if you guys- Can we think- get Emily on in the last hour and find out if we can confirm this or not? Let's do it. Yeah. The, right. the source yeah. says Taylor and Travis have been quietly hanging out. She yeah. saw him when she was in New York City a couple weeks ago. There you go. Do you guys think that they would make a good couple? Swipe left or swipe right? Um... <laughs> Sure. I mean, he's kind of a celebrity. He had a reality show for a while, too, though. I feel like she, I mean, no disrespect to Travis, like, I feel like she could do better is probably the way I would. Oh, wow. I mean, he's a good looking man, but she's also one of the biggest stars in the world. You know what I mean? Like, well, who's better? He's just I mean, a tight end in the NFL. Right. Like, but like, give me like which a- is way bigger than some schmuck on the radio. Don't get me wrong. But like, I just feel like she could date like. Whatever today's version of Brad Pitt or George Clooney is, she could date that person. Yeah, but does she want to date that one. person? If I'm just saying, but does she want to date the tight end of the Chiefs? Hey, he also hosted SNL. <laughs> well, how about this? How about like, I'll you know wa- he's got big hands. I'll watch, hey now, I'll watch TV commercials. Feet? I don't know. What size shoe does he wear? And he's got a tight end. <laughs> Wacky <laughs> radio stunt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am, I'm oh, sorry. You watch a commercial, Patrick Mahomes is on this one, and then Travis Kelsey's on the next one. I mean, yeah. he is not just a random tight end in the NFL. He's I the know, best tight end in the on. NFL. He's a future Hall of Famer. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. Hey, if my man can get together with Taylor Swift, you go, brother. Oh, I'm not mad at him. I'm just saying for her. Like, I feel like she can you know. do better. You want me to get her a do better t-shirt? Yeah, probably. There if, you go. All right. If, wait, really quick. If you remove Patrick Mahomes from the conversation, who do you think is the most recognized NFL player? The most recognizable yeah. NFL player. I, like uh, I mean, honestly, I probably Dak Prescott. Yeah, he's I the think, Cowboys yeah. quarterback. Dak is is in a lot of commercials. And he's in a lot too. of commercials yeah. too. I have no yeah. idea what Dak Prescott looks like. Really? Are really? you serious? Mm-hmm. Well, if you Are don't, then nobody does. The same. Yeah, I mean, he's in a lot of commercials. He's in a lot of commercials. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what Dak Prescott looks like. Trust me. Russell knows. Wilson probably also nobody because Ciara. Ciara. That is a good point. Him. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Yeah, Tom Brady obviously, but he's no longer. Yeah. He doesn't count. He doesn't well, count anymore. Yeah, but well, Russell Wilson because Ciara. Maybe yeah. when he signs with the Jets, maybe. <laughs> yeah, him and, and I mean Jimmy G is got to no, be up there too. Oh no, come on, Jimmy no. G. He was in the Niners, dude. Not, no. Jimmy G's not. No. And he's the best looking guy in the in, mm. in the league. He's the best sure. looking. I'll agree with that guy. for sure. Yeah. But I don't think. I mean Niners Taylor Swift dated Jimmy G. I would understand it. More. Oh well, we all would. The Niners yeah. coach. The Niners coach. Really? Kyle Shanahan. You're going Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, he's hot. He's kind of cute. Wow. He's high. He's no Gabe Kepler, but he's cute. No, yeah, he's definitely not him. But you know. uh, Women love the Gabe oh, Kepler. He ain't no oh, Dave man. Roberts. Yeah. 
Oh, what? Don't stop. get me started. All right. You're just that trying is to radio Tinder. And that's Pre- why you're a bad guy. No, you're presented, a bad guy. Presented worse. by Tequila Mandala. We'll find out which one of you is a worse guy. Speaking of Dave Roberts, yeah. Um, Cappy's got a little Padres mm-hmm. uh, trying to stay alive here. Stay alive? But, but against the Dodgers. I mean, aren't they just trying to finish this thing as fast as they can? I mean, probably, yeah. Sit down. Should we get into that next segment? The bad guy, and I want to go back into this crypto race circle. Uh, robbery. Robbery. <laughs> oh, it's got, okay. Well, I want to clear it up. I, I want mean, to put a bow on this. Maybe whole thing. you should right. call the Riverside Sheriff's Are Department. You, well, it's Sedano's show. I'm asking right. him. Oh, okay. can I finish the tequila mandala attack? I apologize. Thank you. <laughs> Radio Tinder's presented by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere. Find tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Up your game and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right, we'll find out which one of these two is worse. We'll get into the Dodgers and the gutty little Padres, how bad the Dodgers pitching staff is, all next. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Yes, indeed. Corner in front of 6 p.m. on Sonata and Cap. What? It's a live imaging Tuesday. I mean, the mics are off, and you go, I'm an island, bye. And then you go, hey, it's a live you imaging Tuesday. You know why, Cappy? Why? Because I'm a radio professional, Jack. That is new addition. That performed recently. Funchy was there, and yes, Bobby Brown was performing with them. Probably the greatest boy band ever. Well, I mean, the Jackson 5. The Island Boys. That is, eh, but if you look uh, at the hits, I don't know. And the, well, here's where I'll debate you. The solo you spinoffs. The hits, it's in sync. No, no, no. Not from a solo spinoff. No, there's standpoint. way more solo spinoffs from New yeah. Edition than any other yeah, boy yeah. band. It's not even close. Bobby Brown, Belle Biv DeVoe, Johnny Gill. Yeah. Ralph, Ralph Tresvant. Ralph Tresvant. Yeah. Can't compare, Jack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're watching the YouTube, you're seeing that everybody's jamming. Everybody's rocking out. Even Josh Martinez, who's running all of the video in the back. He's our producer. Our the funny director. games department. Right. He was back there jamming out a little bit. Go on, Josh. I, ah. just, I just showed you about the four-way stretch, Sedona, on the Sunday oh, yeah. Swagger. Well, I'll tell you, man, this, this new one, The Gridiron. Oh, back-to-back back hits this on a Tuesday. This is my favorite song from them. I love this song. Can you stand the rain, Cappy? Well, you're an island boy. You should be able to. I should be able to stand the rain, shouldn't I? Wow, that was nice. That was tight how Laura just did that. Yeah, really good. George, uh, Morales and I are thinking for the Mandys. We're thinking about an opening bit where we come out as the Island Boys. What do you think? <laughs> for Mandys. Like, and the oh, Island hell. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> we want to have the Island Boys wigs and face tattoos. Oh and we God. come out shirtless, all fat and gross, the both of us. You should be them you know? for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cappy... I think that if you do that, though, you yeah. have to go, like, you have to fully commit to it. Like, oh, for the whole night. Oh, I gotta be an island boy for the whole night. I don't know. Yeah, you gotta that. be the whole night in I the island know. boy. I don't know about that. We can practice, Cappy. We're at the yeah. East Central tonight. You know we are, aren't we? <laughs> Our downtown crib. Cochinos. So, <laughs> Cochinos. Well, I'm just saying he's gotta commit to the whole bit. Well, like, you the, gotta commit, the shirtless, Jack. the hair, the tats, all of it. Mm hmm. Mm. That's what I'm referring to. So, Sedano, I got a little runway here, or you want to do this in the 6 o'clock hour? Oh, um, uh, yeah, you can do it. I mean, I just want to make reference to Cappy because he said, you know, the Padres staying alive. They technically still have a one-tenth of a percent <laughs> chance to make the playoffs, <laughs> and they are doing it at the Dodgers' expense uh, most recently. Hey, so George, that. you want to hear something cool, though, real quick on the Dodgers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know how, like, I always tell you that one of my favorite parts of sports is yeah. watching a young person, boy, girl, doesn't matter. Hey, yeah. I saw him play Little League. Then yeah, I saw yeah. him play high school ball. And yeah. then I, hey, wow, he got drafted or, or went to college. There's a kid that the Dodgers called up today. His name is Kyle Hurt. Have you read about him at all? I have not, no. I watched this kid play like four years of high school baseball. 
Oh, cool. Because I, I think he was like a year ahead of my son. I saw this kid play in a CIF championship and oh, just be a dog, right? And now I think he even went, I, I'm almost sure he played four years at SC and he's gotten into the Dodgers minor league system and he's got, I mean, these crazy strikeout numbers and the Dodgers just called him up. And so he's uh, he's going to come out of the bullpen. And, uh, and this is a kid who I've gotten to see from the time he was probably a 15, 16 year old kid in high school. So I love That's these awesome. kinds of stories. Yeah. That is awesome. And it makes you feel old because it makes us all feel old. Yeah, kind kids. of a little bit. I mean, yesterday made me feel as old as can be, man. I'm like the whole 9 11, 22 years out later, I, mean, I couldn't yeah. believe it, dude. Yeah. And you asked Puka Nakua about it. Right. That's who was right. five months old? Um, yes, he was. He was a very young kid. That's why I was trying to get the, you know, where was he born in 2001? Right. Puka Nakua. But by the way, if you missed that interview, you can go to oh the my all God. New ESPN LA app. Yeah. Just search ESPN LA in your app store, download, tap, or Google Play, yeah. download, tap, bam. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the Dodgers pitching staff, a disaster. Then I want to get to Christopher and Cappy squaring off at who's the worst person. Um, but I have no faith in this staff anymore. Like none. Well, and why look, would you? Um, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I just don't think you can win in the playoffs if you just ha- don't have reliable pitching. Well, you know, I mean, no matter how good you're hitting it. L- let me ask you this. Of the Dodgers starting pitching, who would you call reliable? Nobody, because at the very least, you know, even Kershaw when he plays has been fantastic, but the question is when he plays. Well, right? I mean, right. he's been fantastic, but he's not been able to go here recently. Correct. He's been injured yeah. earlier in the season. and he's been injured multiple times. And his velocity is way down. Who's? Let me rephrase the question. Who's the most reliable pitcher in the Dodgers starting staff right now? Because I know my answer. My answer is Bobby Miller. All right? Um, I don't care oh that he's a young God. kid. That, yeah, listen, that's what you've got. I mean, Kershaw's hurt. Uh, again, Bueller is not coming back. Orius, I mean, this whole Orius situation, I'll just make a quick comment on it because I know everybody gets uptight when I even bring something up that's controversial. Let me tell you something. Dave Roberts yesterday, they asked him, they're like, yo, what, what's the deal, man? You cleared out his, his no, locker. His locker's you gone. Know? Yeah. And Dave's like, yeah, bro, organizational decision. What can I tell you? You know, it's, it's sad on all levels. I concur with Dave Roberts, who's a great human being, by the way. He's a great guy, Morales, even though you're a horrible human being for the terrible things you say about Dave Roberts on these airwaves. And Dave's like, I don't know what you guys want me to tell you. So now you got no Arias, you got no Bueller, who you were kind of thinking might come back. You probably don't have much Kershaw. What do you have? I mean, don't get me wrong, Lance Lynn will probably throw a no hitter tonight against the Padres, but seriously, I mean, you got nothing left. Yeah, they don't have much left, unfortunately. I mean, it's just been a rough, rough go when it comes to the pitchers. But I guess if Kershaw's in there, I at least give him a shot to win some games. But I, I, I just, yeah, Bobby I mean, Miller's Mookie, going to be great pitching. Well, I, I mean, yeah, Mookie pitching. You need right. Mookie to pitch. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if they can get to Evan Phillips, I feel okay. But I don't know if they can get there. Is the question, mm-hmm. you know? So. Anyway, all right, why are you a bad guy, and why is Christopher a bad guy? So I want to start here. And, Laura, if you could have the Forrest Gump music that's in there, the feather song, in just a moment. I'll cue you for it. But first, I want to start here, because I know Cappy started this, because that's the kind of bad guy you are. There is this heat coming at me from the Circle of Trust, and I love the Circle of Trust. That's why I said at the ESPNLA Golf Classic, you know what we need to do? I said to Tommy Lamb six months ago. We have to have a party for the COT, the yeah. 19th hole party. And we began planning at a feverish rate. And now all of a sudden, I am taking heat after not sleeping at all last week to plan out everything, to make sure the event went off without any sort of issues, mm-hmm. that I am not a proud member of the COT because I didn't hang out all night long. And mm-hmm. I apologize for that. But you know what? I was a little dehydrated. It had been a and long tired. day. It's and okay. tired. I had been at Black Gold since 4 a.m. with Tommy. Then yeah. when the show ended, he rescued me. Like the movie The Bodyguard. He took me out. Like the actor who I can't think of right now in Whitney. Who was the actor? Kevin Costner. That Kevin Costner. Tommy rescued me and said, let's go. You need hydration and you need sleep. So I'm sorry I didn't stay up all night long with the COT. I don't think anybody in the COT was upset that you didn't stay up all night long. I think what they were upset at, and I think they had a legitimate gripe, was that when the show ended, you bounced. There wasn't even a handshake or a picture or a hug it out moment. Whereas everybody else was taking pictures and drinking. And listen, I'm an Irish goodbye guy, okay? When I find my moment where I can sneak out, I don't say goodbye, I leave. But I left probably about, I don't know, 7.30ish or whatever it was. So I didn't stay there that long. But everybody, we all took pictures. We all hugged it out. 
you know, I, I think that people, um, they had a legitimate gripe. Okay, and then why is it, say, here in the rundown, Morales is a true Chivato. What is he doing to Travis Rogers and Key? Well, we, that, that's a whole Oh, you didn't thing. even hear about we this. We got to get to that horrible. in a moment. That's later this on. This is so but bad. But first, hit the music, Laura, because I want to prove how much I love the COT. There has been controversy. $650, that circle cost. With the, the circle e. itself cost? No, between I thought the it was 350 e, no, no, Between the E that Big E took and the circle, that's $650. You mean to tell oh. me the E cost 300 and yes. the circle cost 350 because yes. of the red paint? Because of the red paint. Oh, my God. I'd have painted that thing for free. But tonight, because I love the COT and the general crypto ray, I already told Tommy Lamb, the chairman of the Fun and Games Department, that money's coming out of my pocket for next year. That's coming out of my pocket. I will replace it on my own because that's how much I love the circle of trust. And moving on to prove my love for them and that I love to party with the COT, Saturday, September 30th. I wasn't going to do a birthday party. We got another thing coming on October 13th that I'll talk about later. But on Saturday night, September 30th, we're all going to the Sunset Room to celebrate my 40th birthday. And only the COT can come. Another brilliant idea that I came up with. Only the COT can come to the Sunset Room that night as we toast to my 40th trip around the sun and maybe my last. You never know. We're going to my calendar. George, you have you a game have on? A mark. You already have George, a mark. you have a game on September 30th? Uh, let me check. Oh, I have something on uh, my calendar. Yeah, of course I have a game on September 30th. Yeah, it's well, Saturday. Did this. Well, I didn't, yeah, but don't you have a you Thursday night game? You can't have anything on the 30th. No, but I don't know yet what the game is because we don't decide most college football games till somewhere between six to ten days. Because it's all based on TV. They want the best matchups in primetime. And finally, I hold up a picture of a rat. Wow. That's because, a great photo. You well, we used it? it for Marcellus when he left a few oh, years back. Oh. Because Travis Rogers. Is that for Rogers, Keyshawn? No. Keyshawn's not a rat. You, he, he broke my heart. What you did, what you are doing Aww. to Travis Rogers is so wrong. But he is a rat for hanging out with no, the no. Witness Protection no. Network on Saturday no. No. night. In so your, go get a no. job over there, Trav. No. In, your, wow. in your equation, you're calling Travis a rat? But in your own equation, you should be calling your man Keyshawn a rat. No, Keyshawn's not a rat. Keyshawn knows what he's doing. Keyshawn knows that by inviting Trav to his place, he's going to come, and then Trav's going to talk about it, and then he knows it's going to really upset you. Producer Horry so, and I didn't go. So who's who's the rat? We didn't go. So so Travis is a rat for going, but Keyshawn's not the rat for inviting. Producer Jorge and I did not go. You were all invited. We're invited every year. It's an annual tradition. And so you're done with Keyshawn. It's like, at you're Keyshawn's him off. country club, yes. right? You are no yeah. longer friends with Keyshawn. We you are, are acquaintances. You are, but you're wow. like rescinding your wow. love for Keyshawn. You're no longer his go-to guy. Because I heard you say this earlier, and this is what proves that Chris Morales is a worse human no, being. No, I'm a loyal you person. Know? No, no. Here's what it is. You ready for this? You ready for this? He said he he goes, I lost my access to capital. That's what he well, said about joke. Ke- that was no, a joke. No, that's real. No, that was that a joke. That's why you're a horrible human being. You lo- that's what Keyshawn was to you. Access to capital. And now you lost it. And you've cut him off. And you're taking it out on him on the radio. And you're trying to take it out on Travis. But you mean everything you say about Travis about <laughs> yeah. Keyshawn. Well, if Keyshawn is your acquaintance now, if Key's your acquaintance now, do you not run his social anymore? So there was a big conversation about oh, that. Oh, jeez. What happened? Oh, okay. Did you give it back to him? Did you give him I passwords? gave it back. Oh, wow. my goodness. Good for you. Does Travis run it now? No. (laughs) (laughs) Mark the tape on that. All right. On that note, final hour is next.